Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Adiola Depot here. Thank you so much for downloading Fight Night Extra. Remember, we're here every single Tuesday live on TalkSport 2. Myself and the great Gareth A. Davis. If you can't join us live, remember to subscribe to the Fight Night podcast channel. So much other great content there as well, such as Fight Night, Fight of My Life, and even the Mike Tyson story, The Boy from Brownsville. This is Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2. If you love your boxing and your MMA, then this is certainly the show for you. Final Extra with myself and the great Gareth A. Davis, where we'll discuss all the latest from the World of Combat Sports special show this week, because we are coming to you from Wembley Stadium, where the preparations for Tyson Fury versus Dillian White have just got underway. Over the course of the next hour, we'll be joined by the main man himself, the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury, will be alongside us imminently. We're also going to be hearing from his promoter, Frank Warren, the man who made all of this possible with that world record purse bid. Away from Fury versus White, we'll also be getting the latest on the British Boxing Board of Control's investigation into Josh Taylor's win over Jack Cattrall, and we'll discuss Lawrence Okoli's win over Michal Cheslak on Sunday evening. Look, don't go anywhere. This is Final Extra on TalkSport 2. It's so, so, so far out that there's something going wrong. You well, know, are you trying to suggest that someone... there's bent at the top level then? I don't know. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. But how can someone legitimately watch that fight and score a 114-111 in Josh Taylor's favour? That's a disgrace. And this now has to be the point, boys, where the British Boxing Board of Control start holding judges to account. You are wrecking people's careers. You are wrecking people's earning potential. What does Jack Cattrall do now? The last few months there's been a lot of talk of it was going to be Usyk, it was going to be Joshua, they were all going to step aside and, and the easiest option was to just make one fight that was simple, be mandatory, get Dylan White out of the way and then that's it. Tyson Fury versus Dillian White for the WBC heavyweight world title is signed, sealed and delivered and is set to take place at London's iconic Wembley Stadium. Get ready to hear it live and exclusive and only on TalkSport. Gareth, uh, we're here. We're at Wembley Stadium. Uh, in a couple of months, Wembley Stadium will be for 100,000. That's what that's what Frank Warren said. 100,000 boxing fans. Let's see Tyson Fury take on Dillian White. You know when it's a big fight. Look, you've covered thousands of press conferences. When it's busy like this and all the media turn up, you know it's something a bit special. Oh, absolutely! Listen, it's amazing to be here. We're in the uh, we're in the media room, mm. uh, the press room at Wembley, where all the big press conferences take place after all the big football games. I've been here for many 
boxing press conferences. Anthony Joshua, of course, here a couple of times. Uh, Carl Froch and George Groves all those years ago. And it's always got a special atmosphere because you have the press conference, then they walk the two boxers out onto the pitch for the face-off. But unfortunately, only one team walked out there today because Dillian White isn't here. Mm. Um, but Tyson Fury walked out there proud and tall on his own. Uh, with Frank Warren and got his pictures taken out of there and there's always there's everybody's around Isaac Lowe's just passed me there giving me a fist bump yep. one of the t team uh, the, the featherweight big Joseph Parker here big as well big Joseph Parker there big, big and bearded obviously he's yep. part of the team um, Brad Jacobs here from top rank um, I've seen Carl Frampton here today. Yeah, yeah, I saw Frampton. You know, all, all, all the BT Sport crew. I think Andy Lee's lurking around in the background as well. I mean, look, it's a big occasion. It's, it's a very weird thing to come to today because, I mean, Tyson Fury's behind us now, still doing interviews with the different social media groups. He's done his BT Sport box hopefully office Hopefully we'll stuff. grab him in a couple of minutes. Yeah, well, hopefully we will. You never know, though. You never know with the Gypsy King. Anything could happen. <laughs> yeah. um, but th th there was... There was I think it, it, this is one of the most bizarre press conferences, certainly big box office press conferences I've ever attended, simply because the other opponent wasn't not here because they missed a flight or trains weren't working, which they aren't, of course. Yeah. But um, the, 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 they opted not to come from Portugal. They opted not to take the offer of a private jet to come here today. Yeah. They wanted extra money to come to the press conference. It's a peculiar scenario. He's going to regret that, isn't he? I think he is going to regret it. Because it's not it. just about the fight, is it? It's all the build-up, the press conference, everything. I think he's going to regret not just not turning up and being interviewed by everyone, seeing the world's media, and that first face-to-face -face with Tyson Fury. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing, that missing the opportunity today to go face-to-face -face with the Gypsy King. Who wouldn't want to go face-to-face -face with the Gypsy King? I would have. Here at when I would. Yeah. If I was fighting him, I want to get in his face. Yeah. Yeah? I want to deck him today. You'd, you'd need a bit of yeah? a stepladder to I'd do that, I'd deck the you? Gypsy King if I was fighting him today. I would have come and got in his face. He knows it. I would have done. That was him, by the way, in the background. Of course Tyson. I would have. And by the way... I'd have got decked, but, you know. <laughs> he, he's in really good spirits, considering, considering, look, he's taken time out of his training camp to come down here. Uh, no Dillian White, and he would have known about that for a couple of days now. He's in fantastic spirit. He is, and he called it the Tyson Fury Roadshow. He said, he doesn't is. matter who the opponent is. Look, it, 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 I've followed this guy for a long time. Mm. I was at his debut in 2008 as a professional. I've seen him grow. I've seen him come such a long way. I've seen him grow since winning the world titles against Vladimir Klitschko uh, and then losing uh, himself and, and having to go out there and refine himself and be in the, the wilderness, in the abyss, not being mentally well, yeah. coming back, losing 11 stone, the nights in Los Angeles, the Battle of Los Angeles, where, it, where he rose like a phoenix from the ashes oh, like Lazarus God, nothing's gonna from, from the canvas no nothing. and and then and then and then the growth of his confidence the the ability to to, to find himself again the confidence mm. is back and Indeed. we see that now he's got a place he knows his role mm. he's loved by the British public he's loved by the public as much for being a mental health advocate yeah. now by grannies and by different people it's the story isn't the it narrative. the whole thing yeah, it's exactly. the whole story the narrative yeah. you know who's sitting with us go on he's whispering he is mooching around inside our brains right now checking us who? out who I'm introduce him introduce him I'm Gareth Gareth in. introduce him he's checking in it's the gym Gypsy King. The one and only. I'm actually coming live from Dylan White's mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job he's not I mean, here today. Yeah. <laughs> and he's very shallow. 
I'm empty. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love? I love, considering all the media that Tyson Fury has done already and has got to do, let's be honest, Tyson's going to be here for about an hour or so. Great spirits. Yes, he's I'm loving very, this. very, very, very ecstatic about all his interviews and media stuff. I love it. So I live to do you do. really, really. I really do love it. Mm. When I'm on media day, the Gareth will tell you he's been there to all the big fights I've been mm. in. I do as much media as possible because I know that all these people have got jobs to do and I'm the one who has to make it happen. Mm. Because if I don't, then the other guys are not going to do it. Hence, the guy's not even here. Interestingly, if I take you back, though, prior to 2015, you have become more comfortable, not just with individuals, but more comfortable in yourself. You know what you're projecting. You've grown yourself. You were a 27-year-old man then. You you have changed a lot, haven't you? And, and the way you project yourself is completely different now. Yep, for sure. You know, I um, I got a bit more experience now, a mm. bit more knowledge and know-how, and I've been to the mill and back, so I know what I'm doing. I was a novice then, but I'm not now. As George Foreman said uh, at the time, I remember speaking to George Foreman after you'd beaten Klitschko and you didn't know where you were going to go next. No one... There's no university degree, there's no book on being heavyweight champion in the world. Suddenly you're there, and you no one's prepared you for it. It's a great point, that, isn't it? Yeah, well, actually, was it you were told the next day I'd probably never fight again? Yeah. Yeah, I, told, yeah. I actually told Gareth after a beat Klitschko, this would be my last fight, I'd probably not fight again. Why? Because I'd achieved everything I ever wanted. It You'd was my Everest. Everest yeah. It yeah. was done. Mm. It was the paradise syndrome. Everything I ever dreamed of as a child was achieved. I like that because Klitschko was the Everest, wasn't he? Yeah. He, he was unbeaten for nine, ten years. Mm. And then came another Everest while you was out in Deontay Wilder. And I was like, OK, one second, that's another Mount Everest. Let me go and conquer that. What's the Everest now? You've conquered both now. You've conquered two big Everest. I don't know how many more mountains are in this world. Well, What's I've got the one, one there, and he comes in the shape of six foot three, Dillian White, and mm. he's my Everest next time. Yeah. And I'll be climbing him for sure. Mm. You can't write anyone off in the heavyweight division. Definitely can not. You? I mean, he look, he's waited a long time. Yes, he's not here, f hasn't turned up for the for the press conference, but you do have to take him extremely seriously. As you say, he's got a big right hand and one of the bit most powerful left hooks in boxing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what, bell rings, bell rings, Tyson, what happens? I run straight across the ring, put him on the back foot, start landing bombs early. I won an early night. You know what, Gareth? When most boxers say that, you're like, oh, okay, okay. When we saw it in the second Wilder fight, and that's it, he said he's going to do that, run straight to Wilder. Everyone was like, he's not running to the heaviest puncher we've ever probably seen in heavyweight division alongside Ernie Shavers and George Foreman. He did exactly that. So when he says he's going to do that, I'm like, he is going to do that. Yeah, of course I am. Is he very hittable for you? Very hittable for me. In order to stand in front of Dylan White, you give him a chance in knocking you out as well. Mm. But I'm quicker than he is, so I will land first. And he throws wide hooking punches, and I throw straight straight punches down the middle. So the straight will get there before the hook. He's got a good left hook, but my straight right hand is quicker than his left hook. Mm. And I will hit the target first. His best punches are catch-counter left hook. So he catches the right hand and counters with the left hook. But when that right hand lands, we've seen what he did to old Deontay and many, many other people, 22 opponents before him. It'll knock him out. Are you going to draw on the crowd? You've been out on the pitch today. You're going to draw yeah. on the hundred thousand people be being amazing, here. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I feel just like sexual chocolate right now. <laughs> 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 He's looking a bit sexual chocolate as well. Just, just, just thinking about this fight. I know you don't talk about politics and war generally, and I did draw you into a question at the press conference, and I just yes, want to go did. over it you one did. more time. You know, what kind of admiration do you have 
for those Klitschko brothers, Vitaly and Vladimir, and 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 Vasil Lomachenko, who's gone home, the the, the little featherweight, uh, and also Alexander Usyk. Victor Postel's gone back as well. Victor yeah. Postel going back. That that of course of course they're warriors in the ring, but. There's a completely different line to be crossed when you're actually talking about genuine war and bloodshed. And we use the language of war in fight sports, of course. But you've had your spats with the Klitschkos before, and obviously you defeat him, took the heavyweight title. Do you have a great admiration as a man that they've gone back to defend their country? Like I said in this, this is the third time I'm going to say this now, Gareth, and you've listened to it all three times. <laughs> so I'll say it again, why not? Two rules. Love your woman and fight for your country. Do we need to say any more? And you said if if you if they needed you in this country, you'd be the first to sign up. Not a problem. I, I don't think anyone can doubt that as well. No. Look, they're asking us to move on. Final one. Um, yep. look, the last couple of years, because of trying to get the Wilder fight and that going for arbitration and an AJ, you've kind of been inactive. Is yeah. it good now to kind of almost be on a normal boxing schedule? Fantastic. You know, I had a lot of time out the ring. I've had a lot of inactivity. But I'm um, I'm really, really happy now that I've had one fight in October and now one fight in April. And yeah. then I'd love to get the Ngannou fight in at the end of the year, maybe. Um, oh. We'll see what happens with that one. But, in, but end of the year, Ngannou? I'd love it. Love it. Fair fight. Bare knuckles. No, yeah. no. Four ounce gloves in a cage. Oh, what? Man. It's up there. What? It. Okay, look, we've got to go. we got to go. Tyson Fury, as always, man, thank you very, very much for coming on. Really appreciate it. There you go. The Gypsy King, thank Tyson Fury on Fight Night Extra. We've got to love it. Look what we're doing. All right, you're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2 with The Zone. <laughs> good show so far, didn't I tell you? It's going to be a good show. Remember, stream boxing anytime, anywhere with DAZN.com. Still to come, we'll have all the fallout of Josh Taylor's controversial points win over Jack Catchell at the weekend. And we'll recap an impressive title defense for Lawrence Okoli. But after the break, we'll be joined by the main man who put all this together. The big man himself, Frank Warren, will join us. I'm more than deserve my title shot. I've done everything. I've done everything. I paid all the sanctioning fees. I won all of the fights. I beat them all in good fashion. And the thing is with Dillian White, he could be knocked out six times. He will still win a world title one day. I think he's a very dangerous opponent, a very live opponent for Tyson Fury. He hasn't had what the others have had yet. He hasn't had a chance to fight for a world title or win a world title. Tyson Fury is still the WBC heavyweight champion of the world. And uh, I, can only, I can only be the best of my day. And I've done that. I'm the best fighter in my era. In terms of levels, for me, Tyson Fury starts a big favourite. I'll say this, and I 100% believe that Dillian White will one day lift the heavyweight championship of the world. I was walking in Vegas. I was walking with my feet on the field. For Tyson, he can't afford to slip up. And as far as Dillian White, this is the best chance he's ever going to get. Welcome back. You're listening to Fight Night Extra on TalkSport 2 of myself, Adi Oladipo, Gareth A. Davis alongside me as well. Guess who has just joined us? This is it. Because it's one of those big sort of promotions. You never know who's going to be walking past. Frank Warren walks past. Gareth grabs him and says, do you want to come on? He's now on. Frank, really appreciate you coming on. Um, look, we spoke earlier. I think we've got to talk about it again because it is the elephant in the room. No Mr. Dillian White here. Uh, Tyson Fury doing all the promotion himself alongside yourself that's doing a great job as well so disappointing him not being here it's actually annoyed me as a fan i wanted him to be i want to it sells the fight doesn't it the first stare down you put it out there on social media everyone goes crazy they walk out to wembley stadium everyone goes crazy he's going to regret it 
It might not now, but he will, oh, looking he, back. He will do it. It's totally unprofessional. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. I don't know what point he's making. I don't know where he's at or what his mindset is, who's advising him. But it's crazy stuff. I mean, this is history making, and he's not here today. You yeah. know, his, his kids, his grandkids, you know, in the future will we'll look back. You know, you're the guy who didn't show up. I mean, yeah. have you ever heard it before? Uh, look, without the, without the two participants... You haven't got a show today. One mm. of them's here, thank God, and he's, yeah. he's larger than life. But if it weren't Tyson Fury and it was somebody else who weren't such as, you know, large as life as him, mm. where would we be with this? And, does, and we don't want to be setting precedents. We don't want to be keep having to go to contracts, sue people for non-performance of their, 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 their various respective responsibilities to promote the show. I've never seen it. I've never been involved in anything like this or ever heard of it. It's just madness, and and somebody was saying, "Are you? Oh, when Matchroom, if you've got one of your fighters on there, are you going to do a tit for tat?" No, we won't. We're professional. We know what it makes. To, you know how hard it is to make make fights work and sell tickets and promote it. And, and and I don't get it. I mean, it's just just beyond ridiculous. He's he's a fool to himself, and he's and he's not doing boxing any favors. It's yeah, so like you say those those kind of iconic pictures of. The two fighters on Wembley, yeah. on the pitch yeah. at Wembley, like today, it's never going to be there. And it is a travesty because, you know, I, what I do think is interesting today is how you've all handled it. Like, Tyson was not bothered by it. You could, you could find other fighters annoyed by it, but he's worked out it's the Tyson Fury Roadshow, so I'm not bothered, whoever it's going to be. Well, look, that's the reason why he gets 80% at the purse bid. You know, he's like I mentioned earlier, Sandy, that, that you know, the purse bid he gets... Uh, uh, 80% based off the fact his previous fight, he got paid $20 million. Mm, mm. The purse lodge for Dillian was 300 grand. That's how it is. That's how it works. But you know what you do? You go out there, win it. There's no rematch clause. Go and win the title and do what Usyk did for 20%. Do what Tyson, who got eight times less than Dillian White's getting when he fought Klitschko. Mm. You go and win the fights. You get out there, then you're in the big time. You go and do what Andy Ruiz did, the same thing. I can name loads and loads of fighters, and especially when you've been moaning and bleating and crying like a baby. It's for 120 days I've been waiting. Well, where are we waiting? Where are you now? Having mm. had, had that opportunity, having us put in a record bid for a purse bid, world record bid, for the biggest, pay, both the boxers, most money any British boxers have earned in a, in a, big, in a fight. And then I sort of step back and I think to myself, the money we bid for this, which was just under 10 million more than Matram did, had we not made that bid, it'd be getting 2 million less. Mm. Yeah. Well, mm. So what planet is he on? Like, well, mm. We're not the enemy. We're the guys who are giving you, you're getting your upside. And plus there's an opportunity to get a 4 million quid up, uh, sorry, 4 million dollars upside mm. if you win the fight. And then being told yesterday, you can't use his image on the posters. You can't put any photos of him. What? How are we supposed to sell it then? Yeah, it, it, it is bad. Crazy stuff. We're here at Wembley. Um, people muted in yourself have talked about it as well. 100,000 potentially could be here. Was there any reservation about coming to such a big no. stadium? I mean, no, no, stadium no. fights aren't the norm. We're making it sound like stadium fights are the norm. They're not. Well, they're becoming... No, but I was going to say, but even across that question you just asked, Frank, was, you know, we go back a long time with Tyson Fury and... When he beat Vladimir Klitschko and won the uh, the IBF, WBO and WBA belts, he wasn't ready for a big fight. In fact, he wasn't given enough credit at the time mm. for his achievement in, in, no, in, 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 in British sports. 
What a transformation, though, over the last seven years to this point. It's no, there's a completely different Incredible. man, a different character. It's, well, he, he, he knows his place now, doesn't he? He knows he's, his place in society. But more importantly, he's, he's matured. And, mm. you know, he's not, you know I, I can remember when I was a kid listening to Muhammad Ali, some of the, the things he said, like today, he'd be in serious trouble. <laughs> yeah. When he was but, a Louisville lip rather than the greatest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but he then became a, ma a humanitarian. He became mm. a great person. Mm. He was one of the most mm. respected. Well, let's get it right. BBC Sports Personality of the Century was Muhammad Ali. Not, yeah. a, not a British man. Not a British guy mm. or and woman. It was a, it was him, and mm. quite rightly so. And and uh, and as to Addy's question, the key with this as well is a lot of people will be coming on the night for a night out who aren't mainstream boxing fans because he's reached over fight. exactly because it's, it's a crossover fight. fight where people are coming to see this figure known as the Gypsy King take on the body snatcher from Brixton yeah. and have a night and say I was there on that occasion. I'm when sold already. Take my money, Gareth. Hundred thousand of us turned up to see it. His homecoming. The guy that went to America was knocked down he got up he went, yeah. beat the guy up he fought him again he got knocked down twice he got it's that storyline isn't it well unfortunately somebody snatched a body and he weren't here today so. yeah, 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 like, like, yeah. <laughs> you, you were waiting Sorry. for that one it didn't come out of the press conference it is fantastic uh, look Frank um, look we don't want to keep you that much longer. Um, and by the way, Frank Warren's standing up as me and Gareth are sitting down on our cosy padded seats. I almost feel bad. Yeah, can we get up, please? I feel bad that, w that we're doing this right now. But Frank, look, you've been working with Tyson for a few years. I, I said to this, I asked you this earlier, the Deontay Wilder fights were amazing. This could be even bigger just because it is the homecoming. He's not fought here for four and a half years. He's going to get such a... And I want him to see as well the love from the 100,000. I almost feel like Tyson didn't yeah. get the love after Glitchko. He deserves it now. And he's going to get it April 23rd. He will do it. And there's nothing better than an all-British clash. Oh, nothing. There's nothing like it. Nothing. We, we do, it, do those fights. I mean, mm. they're, always, they're always fabulous. They're always mm. fabulous. But he did, I mean, he, he fought in, in Ireland when we did the show, open-air show out there. And one of, and he's well, Sefa Safiri when he picked him last, up. And yeah, yeah. That was the last time he, he, he fought in the UK. But he, that was a different character as well, well then. It was a guy who was relieved to be back, wasn't yeah. it? It was, yeah. it was almost nervously relieved to be yeah, back. Yeah, we're carrying all that weight. But, you know, he's, he, he, he's, he's, he's now, you know, he's the, for me, the best heavyweight of his generation by far. And, uh, you know, he, he, I think the fans are going to turn out for him big time to see him. Can I throw something else in the mix here? There's, there's obviously, um, we've got this Ukrainian situation. Alexander Usyk's gone back to, to be a reservist um, fighting for his country against the invading Putin army. Um, is there a prospect that if Alexander Usyk doesn't um, defend those three world title belts against Anthony Joshua and, and the world changes over that way and he stays over there, could we see Fury against Joshua here this summer if that fight doesn't go ahead? Well, we've got to see what happens, uh, obviously, with, a, with the fight on the 23rd. I'm still fighting, you know, obviously, see if Tyson comes through. He comes through. He wants to unify the belts, so who knows? It'd be interesting to see whether whether Joshua and Usyk get it on. Now. Yeah, well, that's yeah, what I mean. It, there may me, not be that fight. For yeah. me, it seems all along, that, you know, there's not been too much. You're not hearing too much from AJ saying he no. wants to fight. Well, we don't even know his training team, no. new training no, team no, yet, no. do we? No, so we know nothing. Yeah, no. we know nothing. Frank, um, thank you for coming on. Pleasure. Andy. Really appreciate it. Um, always great to speak to Frank Warren. That was fun, wasn't it? It's really always fun. It's it always is always fun. fun. We're in the fun business. Oh, what, oh, what fun we have. <laughs> oh, what fun we have indeed. Cheers, Frank. Really appreciate it, my man. Thank you. Best. Cheers. Gareth, look, uh, Frank's in good spirits, isn't he? Well,
Well, wouldn't you very, be very about to sell out, you know, 100,000? Look, yeah. sell 100,000, you've got to be in high spirits. Um, Tyson Fury's here. He's on the top of, you know, top of his game. Yep. He's in the prime of his career. Look at him today. He came, he sold the fight. He had every line available. Mm. You know, he, he talks about everything from he'd sign up to fight the Russians as well. And Garnu as well. Oh, yeah, Garnu as well. Oh, yeah. Four ounce gloves in a cage. I, I think he's in good spirits. Did you get that out of him or did I? I think that was him. I think it was just him that he that said. Him, I think so. you said what next after, and he said, "And God." Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, he's told me that before because I thought he wanted to do bare knuckle. I thought he wanted to do um, Traveller's Fair Fight with with uh, with with the great uh, Cameroonian. Um, I don't know why I'm rolling my eyes. They don't roll them in Cameroon. I no. don't think. <laughs> no, but who knows? No, no. Maybe they, they do. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting. I, w w there is too much Spanish language stuff on our shows. I'm, I'm going to start cancelling it out. Yeah, will be like Ade Oradipo or something. Or, I got your name wrong on Saturday night. My Big apologies. That's okay. That's okay. You made it up. You I got an O where an A or an A where an O. You bought me dinner that evening, so yeah, it was fine. It really go. was. That's All right. True. You're listening to Final Extra on Talksport 2 with The Zone. Remember, stream boxing anytime, anywhere with DAZN.com. Still to come, we are going to ask what next for Lawrence Coley after he defeated, uh, sorry, after he defended his cruiserweight title on Sunday night. But up next, and look, we have to discuss this what happens next and what's going to happen with Josh Taylor? And Jack Catchall, the British Boxing Board of Control, said they've, they're about to do an investigation. Yeah, anyway, we'll discuss that when we come back. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.
John Lewis, 114-111 in favour of Josh Taylor. Now, explain that, Ian, because I, I just can't see how you can score that fight as wide as that. For him to come up here and to have that done to him, it is one of the worst robberies that I have seen up close and personal. I was absolutely gutted, I'm not going to lie. Um, but I just think boxing has a chance tonight to paint itself in an amazing light. But once again, it's just another dark day for the sport instead, and it should have been completely tarnished. You're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2. Myself, Adi Oladipo and the great Gareth A. Davis. We are at Wembley Stadium. The first press conference for Tyson Fury versus Dillian White. I say it like that because it really was Tyson Fury. Dillian White didn't turn up. But look, moving away from that, I, I want to talk about, if we can, Gareth, the controversial result on Saturday at the SSE Arena in Scotland. Um, Josh Taylor defending his belts against Jack Cattrall. It's a fight I thought he lost by about four or five rounds. I've watched it now. Look, me and you were, were doing fight night um, on Talk Sports. So it was very difficult to watch it and do the show at the same time. I've now gone home and watched it, and Jack Cattrall won that fight. And look, we had um, um, we had Lerone Richards in studio, wouldn't he? And he said, look, those kind of decisions change a fighter's life. But that, that, that's what happens, and it's going to change Jack Cattrall's life. Well, I mean, listen, we don't need... I mean, it was brilliant to have Lerone on with us. And, and he, Do you remember the silence on, on the airwaves uh, when we first asked him? He said he was so shocked he just didn't couldn't put anything into words to begin with. And mm. the truth is, we, 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 you know, we heard that from a boxer's mouth, a man, you know, who's struggled in some parts of his career, who's got a young family, and he put himself in that situation as well, that he... Would have was no. He he knew he could feel that. God, if that had happened to me, yeah, that would have been my legacy moment financially for sponsors, for my dreams. And poor old Jack Catterall is back down in Chorley now, mm. looking picking up pieces off the ground that are shattered dreams lying on the ground. Yeah, you know, yeah. whereas he should be looking at buying five houses in five Imagine. terraced houses in Chorley now and securing his future. It's crazy when you said like being that, in crazy. million dollar fights. So yeah. uh, you know. Um, the, the problem is, um, the, you can put it down to two things. When, when, it's, when it's a scrappy close fight, I catch all winning by two rounds, and I, it's okay. still a close scrappy fight yeah, in my view, yeah. but he clearly won the fight. Mm -hmm. You cannot make a case for Josh Taylor winning more than at four rounds in that fight, mm. maybe five. Yeah. Clear winner, uh, and, and there was a knockdown, of course. I know they both had a point deducted by the referee for... So that equalises that yeah, out. That equalises yeah. that out. So, um, incompetent judging, mm -hmm. in my view. Home crowd support, mm -hmm. favouring the home fighter and favouring a world champion. I don't believe there's corruption in the judging, in, in my view. Ben Shalom did come on with us, didn't he, on Fight Night, the promoter for Boxer, and he said, look... This is more than incompetence. You pushed him on. What do you mean well, by that? Well, I said you think it's bent. Yeah. And then he got dragged away, got didn't dragged he? He didn't reply. But no. No, I don't, I'm saying my opinion. He can have his own opinion. There's no proof mm, that mm. the judges were deliberately trying to score the bout in favour of Taylor. Mm. Um, but I do think there's a, that, that something happens. What, what I think is going to happen is that the 10-point must system is a subjective system. Yeah. Boxing is, is, is a subjective sport. It's a sport of opinions. It's three people around a ring. They're all vastly experienced. 
but they two of them were clearly wrong. Howard Foster got it right. Victor Lochlin and Ian John Lewis got the, the judging wrong on the night. They need to be reprimanded. They need to be suspended. They Good. should be going off and working the Good. next weekend. Yep. Um, and I do think that there should be some recourse for someone like Jack Catterall to be able to appeal to overturn the decision. And I do think there should be a rematch. And that, I think, I'm so happy you yeah, just said I that. Think there and should. That, well said, Gareth, because that's the only result that can appease my anger right now. Obviously, Josh Isani wants to go up to 147 pounds. Let's not forget Jack Cattrall took step aside to allow Josh to fight Ramirez. For not a penny, by the way. Two penny. years he waited, and that's waited. what I found out. So he hadn't got a penny didn't get for anything. stepping aside. He didn't get anything. So he said, like, you know, Josh, go to America, chase your dreams, fight Ramirez for the undisputed. Josh should almost repay the favour back now because it wasn't repaid on Saturday night. Josh should say, you know what? I'm not happy with that result. Yep. They think I lost. Let's do it again. I know the yep. weight cut's hard, but let, let's roll the dice one more time anywhere in the UK. Let's do it again because that's the only thing that's going to appease me. You, we say that as well, but imagine wait, imagine we do our best show we've ever done. Mm. We get, you know, the biggest stars in the world. Like we have today. Show. Like we have today. today yeah. and, and, and they say, sorry, boys, it's not going out on air. <sighs> you just have to do it again next week. But you're not having any guests. You just have to blather away in your own voices for an hour, which you never mind doing and I never mind doing <laughs> anyway. But the point being, that piece of work you thought was brilliant has gone forever. Gone. And Jack Cattrall put his life and his blood and his sweat on the line, he can never get that back. Mm. We, the, the, only, the only consolation is almost everyone in the world, apart from Josh Taylor and Ben Davison, believe that he won that fight. Because I, don't, I, don't, I have not found a person yet, yeah. apart from the two judges there, mm. who thought that Josh Taylor won that fight. And, and again, and, and I'm going to echo what you said there, he's been waiting for this fight for a year and a half. So that means Jamie Moore and Nigel Travis have worked on a game plan. 20 years he's been waiting. Yeah, 20, 20 years yeah, since he right. walked into the gym as an eight-year-old boy. He's 26 and 0 undefeated as a fighter. Yeah. He's 28 years old. He's got a young family. And that's another thing. 20 well, he, years, Andy. He loses, his, he loses his O as well. You know, you know, and, uh, you know boxers are fixated with losing their O right now. He loses that. And it is disappointing because his next fight, he's fighting for seven figures. Whether it's a case of one of the Americans, Javante Davis, saying, you know, come back, I'll go back up to 140 because they'll want to fight him. Tiafimo Lopez, everyone would want to fight him because they'll think he's beatable. You know, they'll think, okay, he's got a chance here. So he could almost do what Cambosos is doing, which is, I'm selling it to the highest bidder. You, you want to come, let's go, but, you know, pay me. He loses out on that. So look, we don't know what's going to happen. The British Boxing Board of Control, have I said, they've opened up an investigation. They've done that before. It means nothing. Um, Jamie Morris said he's so sick by what's happened. He wants to walk away from the sport. Nigel Travis has echoed those statements as well. Look, the right thing, and I don't want to put the pressure on Josh. This is not his fault. He's not a judge. No, 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 no Josh Taylor's done nothing wrong. But I do want you Josh to say, him I want Josh all. to say, let's do it again. He That's has. all I want. He has. No, at 147, though. It's not the same. There's no belts at 147. There all right, isn't he, that. All right, it's not fair there. enough. At no, no, it's, that's, that's a, that's, that's a, that's mm. a fair critique because it, 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 there's, there's a slight get out from him there yeah. isn't it, by saying it. Look, you, you know, when you hear him say he put 20 pounds on mm. um, after the weigh-in, yeah. that, that's how weight-drained he was. Yeah. He, I, I thought, well, you and I have chatted about that. We chatted about it. When I saw him at the weigh-in, I thought, wow, Ooh. I've not seen you ever look like that again. Mm. He looked... He, 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 you know, he, he looked like he'd been in a cell for a week, mm. you know, and um, clearly, you know, John Poppy is, is the MMA guy who does his strength and conditioning and nutrition, you know, wor work to get him right on weight, but he definitely wasn't right. It's really weird, isn't it, how he's looked so brilliant for seven or eight fights, gone to number Incredible. five pound for pound in the world. He just didn't look like he had anything on Saturday night. Was there... <laughs> 
I don't no, taking him, nothing away from Catra. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to give Josh any excuse as well because we all probably did it. Was there a case of maybe he underestimated Jack a bit as well? I think it was in his mind. Yeah, yeah like I think this is I, easy. I work. think Josh Taylor uh, underestimates everyone in a certain way mm. because he believes. He said, "I didn't interview him before." He said, "I feel like King Kong at the moment." Yeah. He didn't look like King Kong. He looked like yeah. King Kong's kind of rogue offspring. Didn't I thought he, you were going to say something worse there for a second. I thought one second. <laughs> Let me look at Gav. Where is he going to go with this? <laughs> rogue offspring is, is, is a good one. It really is a good one. Um, just quickly before we go to break. Um, <laughs> before we go to break, Gareth, wait one second. He is going to 147 next. I don't want to move away from Jack Catcher, but let's do it very quickly. He's going to 147 next. Give me, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Give me a perfect opponent that he can test the waters at 147. Without, not Jack Catterall? No, without, it's, it's not uh, Josh. Oh, I wouldn't mind seeing him fight Conor Ben. Ooh. That'd be a good fight, wouldn't good it? Good fight. Yeah. Conor Ben will bring it. Conor Ben against Josh Taylor right now. That's a great fight. I like it. Different different promotional camps, unfortunately. But mm. um, I, I I think it, if he looks like that, he's going to struggle against the Terence Crawfords and the Earls. He will, Spence right? Terence Crawford tweeted Shark Infested Waters one four seven all the way from one to eight or nine. It's you crazy, know, isn't so, it? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Jaron Ennis, all those guys. Oh, Virgil Ortiz. Virgil Ortiz. They would have all watched that, and they would have yeah, all watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know, Errol, I know Errol's got training for Ugas. Yeah, yeah. He would have watched that as well and thought, really? All, all the talk about this guy that is the what pound for pound top six? Yeah. You know, yeah. top five, he needs to do He needs to do a bit better. Do you think there's going to be anything from the British Boxing Board of Control coming out of this? I think there's a lot of pressure on them for the first time. I, I speak to Robert Smith a lot, and I mm. do think that I know Ian John Lewis is going to be going in to talk to them. I think it'll be probably middle of next week. Yeah, as yeah. Well. That, 100%. That'd be fantastic. 100%. Amazing. You know, they do the, 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 the Premier League, um, no, not Premier League, the cricket in India. Um, yeah, yeah, the, um, the I love bidding that. of the players I mean, yeah, for I mean, IPL. I mean, I, mean, I mean, it's background Muzak, mm. isn't it? I mean, it's not like... Wow, I'm gripped. Who what they who are they bidding for now? But you know, look, I think they'll take action and I do think and I'm not trying to preempt this, but I do think some action will be taken against the judge who scored at 114, 111. Yeah, so do I. Obviously that judge being in John Lewis. All right, you are listening to Final Extra on Talksport Two. We are at Wembley Stadium for the Tyson Fury Dylan White press conference. Next up we are going to recap another title defence for Lawrence O'Coley. I don't think I took too much damage, but it was very scrap at parts, very good at parts. So mixed reviews for myself, but I'm happy to get the win and just feel happy and blessed, man. Welcome back. You're listening to Final Extra on TalkSport 2. Myself, Adi Oladipa and Gareth A. Davis. Remember, we are at Wembley Stadium for the first press conference. Oh, what kind of a press conference? Because one person didn't turn up. Tyson Fury was here, didn't white a no-show. Enough of that now, though. It's time to look back on a big win for Lawrence Coley on Sunday night in partnership with DAZN. Big Fight Roundup on TalkSport 2 with DAZN. Stream boxing anytime, anywhere with DAZN.com. All right, let's talk about it. Uh, Gareth Lawrence Coley defended his WBO cruiserweight strap against um, the aggressive and at times quite dangerous Michal Cheslak. It went to points. I don't know many people... Uh, beforehand that were thinking it was going to go all the way. Lawrence Coley, obviously known for his power. It almost felt like, for me, the Lawrence Coley of old. And that's not a good thing. I was watching it and it was a lot of holding and not knowing what to do inside. And I thought Lawrence, 
you know, in this time where Shane had grown out of that and, you know, was 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 knowing what to do when he was in the clinch and step back and throw uppercuts and, and hooks. He's lucky, and I say this in kind words, he's lucky there was a lot of Polish in there supporting Michal Czeslek because I'm telling you now, if there were Brits in there, they might have started booing because it was very reminiscent of Isaac Chamberlain and Matty Askin. But he gets the job done and we move on. And it could be a, a big Braiders fight in the summer. Well, look, I think, you know... Am I being uh, too harsh? No. Okay. Um, uh, Lawrence Coley came up... No, he, he was idealist in there, frankly. Mm. I mean, he, he, it was the grab and smash and grab of old. Yes, OK. Um, he was up against a guy who finally could box him, mm. um, who was tough enough to get up off the, off the canvas in the yeah. fifth round, wasn't it? It was the fifth, yeah. yeah. Um, and who came to win. Yeah. He, he, you know, um, Mikkel Cislak, um had had gone to the Congo mm. and fought Alunga Mokabu in the Congo, hadn't he? Yeah. Gone twelve rounds in that one. He did, um, and he f twelve tough rounds and mm -hmm. fought his way with Mokabu in a kind of again a quite a raucous, raw fight. And I thought Lawrence ran out of ideas in the yeah. fight on Saturday night. Listen, he was well ahead. He won by six rounds, mm. um, you know, easily. Um, but um, it's a learning curve for him. What is he? Eighteen fights. Eighteen fights. Him. Yeah. So so, you know. For once, he didn't get it all his own way. He fought a guy who is, is who can handle anyone in in that world level. Agreed. Um, and 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 it sets up um, a fascinating fight with Myris Bradis because he was Bradis may be able to handle him. 100%. He was there with you. He was he? in studio and he was like almost rubbing his hands together. Yeah, of course like he, he was. He kept on talking to Darren Barker and Tony Bellew, almost saying, "Is that it?" Like, honestly, very, very confident. And, look, it didn't help that he was wearing a Mario outfit when he walked into the ring. I mean, people are like, who, who is this? But moving that aside, he... Look, of all the people that have fought Alexander Usyk, he's performed the best. And that says how good Marius Bredis is. I know that fight was a couple of years ago, but, look, he's very, very good. And I think Coley looked like he'd gone backwards a bit. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, there's pressure on him now. He's a world champion. Regardless of the fact he's had 17 or 18 fights, he's a world champion. And people will only look at it as that. What 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 we saw on on Sunday night at the at the damaged O2 Arena is um, <laughs> it was damaged. It was yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, was 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 finally someone with the ring skills mm. to be able to handle Lawrence. And La Lawrence looked a bit bamboozled towards yeah. the end. I thought. I mean, I know he was going for the finish. He was trying to find something dramatic at the end. But still doing. But exactly he was being turned. Thing. He yeah. was. Uh, he looked. He, he 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 looked very dismayed at the end and. Exhausted, actually, I thought, yeah. um, and so he's not used to that. He's never been twelve he spoke rounds about before. He's been ten rounds. Well. He spoke, spoke about, about the weight cut. cut. Right, yeah. That's becoming an issue as mm -hmm. he gets older. Too too many of those McPlants, I reckon. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> who knows? But but the the key is the key is that he goes away, goes back to the drawing board with Shane McGuigan, and works on a strategy for Bradis because mm. Bradis will outbox him if he's not hundred percent. He might not get knocked out by him, but. If Bradis outbox him and confuse him and bamboozles him, Bradis will step. And we know, as you say, that the fights between Bradis and Usyk are a joy to behold. Mm -hmm. Two fantastic boxers. Bradis is very comfortable at the weight. He's comfortable with big guys. So, you know, it's going to be a massively testing fight in the summer when, when Lawrence steps in against Bradis. I mean, let's hope it's here in the UK. Yeah, Probably be, will be at the O2 Arena. Yeah, but if uh, not, well, the other options are Latvia. Yeah. It's more likely in the O2. I want to quickly talk about his ring walk, which I loved. Uh, seeing Israel Adesanya holding the Nigerian flag, AJ holding his belt as well. As a proud Nigerian, it, it was really good to almost see like the Avengers assemble there. And I thought maybe that added the pressure to it. Maybe he was trying to perform for them rather than just perform for himself. And maybe that was it. Uh, Galau Yafai thought, 
on the card as well. Olympic gold medalist making his professional debut. He looked good. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Fifth round stoppage, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, against the Ar Argentinian. Go on, it. Go on, do the, you can do um, the roll tongue. Was there, it Carlos it? or no? Carlos. Yeah. Carlos Bautista. That's correct. El Argentino, no? Yeah. Or Mexico. No, Mexico. Oh, he's Mexican. I think he's Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, did yeah. we get that wrong on Saturday we night? Did, I we thought did. it was Argentinian. Well, you got it wrong, and I, listen, I, I agreed with you. Carlos. <laughs> yeah. It was Mr. Carlos Bautista. Yeah, yeah, no, he does look really good. I mean, I, we, we've said that in the previews on Galal. Um, he looked terrific at the Olympic Games in Tokyo, Eddie, and uh, he's got that brilliant kind of come forward, aggressive, counter-punching style. So he's making you fight him, and he's hitting you, and you're trying to hit him, and he's countering. I thought he looked tremendous, and I think they will fast-track him. It would not surprise me to see him fighting for a world title and, and emulating his brother, um, yeah, yeah, um, Cal, Cal Yafai, yeah. um, Gal, Yal and Gans. <laughs> no, no, I got that easy. wrong, but it, uh, it's a No, no, you have it. got it right. Oh, did I get that right? right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me to see him emulating his brother and becoming a world champion within about a dozen fights. He's going to be very busy. He's very hungry. I think he's the best of the three of them. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's sharks. It really is. You yeah. spoke earlier about yeah. sharks at 147. Yeah. Fly and Superfly is honestly frightening. A quick word on Jordan Gill. Uh, before we wrap, um, beat Kareem Guerfi, um for uh, the European uh, featherweight title. Incredible. Absolutely. Incredible. Down, obviously, down himself. Um, wounded Tiger comes back and gets an incredible knockout that people just will keep on watching. One of the great highlights. Did you see the, the DDT? Year. I don't know if you're into your wrestling, but Kareem Guerfi put him in, like literally held his neck, dropped back. It's called, a, I don't you probably don't care about wrestling, but it's called a DDT, this move. You never heard of it, have you? We'll move on very, very quickly. All right, that was a look back on a curly chest lag thanks to the zone. But more big fights coming this weekend. Make sure you stream Roman Chocolatito Gonzalez. Did I give it the right chocolate? Did I give it? No, no. Chocolatito. No. Yes, there you go. Chocolatito Gonzalez. Versus Julio Cesar Martinez live this week. Plus, remember, weekly fights more on DAZ and the zone. Uh, before we wrap, final thoughts on this, uh, Wembley. It was great turnout, wasn't it, at the press conference? The first press conference. Will there be any more, do you think? Bring it on. Bring it on. Mm, indeed. Yep, let's have the big, big Gypsy King homecoming return. 100,000 people. Let's hope Dillian White's here. Yeah. Let's hope we see him in fight week. Yeah. Let's hope it kicks off on stage. Lots of energy, lots of animosity, lots of rivalry, and a big, big bruising heavyweight fight about 10.30 p.m. on April the 23rd. We will be here, and we'll be witnessing history in the making. Agreed. Remember, it is live and exclusive on TalkSport. What I want to see, just before we wrap, I want to see Dillian White. I want to see Dean White. I want to see Shane Fury, Tyson Fury. I see big John Fury giving me the eyes as well. I want everyone involved because it really is that kind of fight where we need it to to smash the numbers and it certainly will that's it for this week thank you so much for downloading our fight night extra remember we're back every single tuesday for more great content and if you miss us make sure you subscribe to fight night to catch up on all our other episodes hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. 
With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. 